Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Sexy with Steph. And today I have the fabulous and gorgeous Catherine Zayak, love and sex coach. And she is just somebody that we, we were just talking about this and we've known each other a little over a year now. And we relate because we're both sex coaches. We're totally into spirituality and sexuality, weaving these together. We're both Virgos. We're both moms. Like there's a lot of intertwining. We're both single. <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of commonalities between us. <laughs> yeah. So welcome, Catherine. I would love to just hear a little bit more about you. Uh, what can you, what can you tell us about you and kind of your path of becoming a sex coach and yeah, would love to hear more. Um, sure, Steph. So uh, let's see, where did it begin? Um, <laughs> I've always, <laughs> I've always been like a very sensual, you know, sexy person wanting to be in relationships. Um, and but I've also always been into spirituality. Like I, I'm an astrologer, I got into numerology, I'm always like, uh, deeply attracted to the unknown and the secrets and mysteries of life. So when Layla put, um, had this webinar about her certification program, it was a no brainer for me. I was filling out the application immediately that, that afternoon. And I believe that's when we met because we both signed up early. Yes. Uh, that's the Virgo in us. We're like, we want it. We got it. We want it. We're going to do it. We want this. Yes. How? <laughs> yes, this action. is me. And, and I, and I just feel to my very soul, this is what I meant to be. It's my sole purpose. And even when I did my numerology way back, um, I think it was like 2008, I found out that my destiny is 33, which is unconditional love. And then all three of my names vibrate to 11, which is master messenger. But at the time I'm like, well, how do I, how do I do my destiny with messenger and love? And then this is perfect. Coaching about sex and love and relationships. I love it. That's so beautiful. So we were chatting the other day and, you know, in relation to being a sex coach and being a mother. And I'm sure that we have a lot of commonalities here. There's a lot of people that are like, fuck yes, love it. We're getting good education for our kids. And then there's a lot of people that are like, what the hell? You're going to like ruin your kids. Everybody's going to be so embarrassed. There's like the two polarities of supportive and then people who are very questionable about raising children and talking openly about sex on the internet. And you relayed a beautiful experience that you had with your daughter. And I was curious if you wouldn't mind sharing that, um, you know, with the audience today, because I think that it really shows how important sexual education is for our teens, right? Especially in the day of social media, when all you have to do is like click a button and you can have like a thousand resources on every topic around sex. And, you know, most of our kids starting in elementary school, middle school at the latest have a phone or access to the internet. And so, yeah, I was curious if you could share, share your experience with that. Well, for one thing, it's impossible to hide any of this from your child. And why would you want to, it's not healthy because then it has them develop a sense of shame and guilt and they won't feel comfortable talking to you. And my youngest daughter I remember when she, before she was even in preschool, she was looking up YouTube videos about babies being born. 
because a very intelligent child will do these things. They're curious. Um, so the daughter that I'm talking about, she's my youngest, she's 15. And this week she said a boy in her class um, asked her, aren't you embarrassed your mom's a sex coach? And she answered him back. No, because my mom is helping a lot of people because sex is something that's a part of our lives. It's a gift from the divine. And she's helping people that that have shame and guilt around it so that they can have, you know, healthier, happier lives. And then he wanted to find out more about me. So he looked up my TikTok and I have my TikTok is at the love priestess and I have some videos where I do card readings where I talk about love, sex and relationships. And he watched a couple of them and I had a series on how to tell if he's a high value man. And this 15 year old boy was so excited because he goes to my daughter, I'm a high value man. (laughs) I have the traits of a high value man. And so, and then the following day, he asked her if she would ask me to make more videos. I love that so much. (laughs) I love that. And just the poise that your daughter had in being able to explain that really shows like how important it is what you're doing. And then for this young boy at such a young age to start to learn qualities of what it's like to be a high value man. It's, I just, I just love it so much. I love this story. And I think it's so relatable because these are, these are things that are going to help our teenagers and our, and our children as they navigate relationships, right? Like we can't turn a blind eye. Cause like you said, it's, it's out there and it's going to happen. And so teaching them responsible education and, and how to be a high value man, and even at 15, it just, it begins to become embodied in them. And that's, you know, these boys grow up to be men and great lovers and partners and, you know, family, if they want a family or, or fathers, if they want to be a father. So I just think mm-hmm. it's a very beautiful thing to, that, that you're teaching your daughter. So thank you for that <laughs> on behalf of all of the parents out there. <laughs> yes. It really warmed my heart that he was so excited and proud of himself about that. <laughs> At yes. least like it's a good, it's a good thing. And then another thing, when you are open with your kids and you don't have shame about it yourself, then they don't have shame and they don't feel judged. And something my, both of my daughters repeatedly say to me, they're 17 and 15 now, they, but they've been saying this a long time. They go, mommy, we can talk to you about anything because we know you will never judge us. And they do, they come to me with everything and anything. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I just, I think that that's, that's such a beautiful quality and, and probably what most parents desire, right. Is to have that open relationship where their kids feel comfortable coming and talking to them about anything because it's hard being a kid. Like it was a hard being a teenager when we were growing up and it's infinitely harder now with navigating social media and the world and the state of the world and everything. So yeah, I think it's so important to start these discussions young and start them responsibly and, and with proper education. So kudos to you for that. I just feel like more parents need to hear, um, you know, what happens and what can happen when you have these conversations with your children. Yes. It's been all positive for me. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And being open and authentic. I don't think you can go wrong being open and authentic. 
I agree. Kids have a high BS meter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they really <True>. do. <laughs> so much more than most adults. It's like they can tell when you're bullshitting them or you're prancing around in shame and guilt. Like they can feel that. And so the more mm-hmm. open that authentic it does, it nurtures that relationship. Yeah. And so I'm curious because you had mentioned at the beginning a little bit about spirituality and sexuality and kind of weaving those together. And that's a topic that I feel like people are starting to talk about a lot more. And it's something that, you know, not a lot of uh, people really understand, like, what does that mean to weave sexuality and spirituality together? Like, is that like religion and spirituality, like my own spirituality? Like, what is that? And so I'm curious in your, in your experience, how did you begin weaving these two together of spirituality and your sexuality? How did that look when you first started? Well, I never like separated it. Like I never Mm. thought sex is dirty, church is good, or, you know, or spirituality is good and sex is dirty. I've always thought um, sex is a gift from the divine. It's natural. It's how we create. We bring beautiful babies into the world with it. How could it be anything dirty or wrong? Uh, It could be perverted, but what I'm talking about is sex at its highest good with good intentions. Um, So I feel weaving spirituality with sexuality is weaving it with good intentions, having good intentions, being conscious, even if you're not in a relationship, if you have sexual relationship with someone um, without, you know, being in a, you know, a marriage or, you know, some kind of societal construct, if you have an agreement with each other and you both are authentic and know what you're doing, a conscious agreement, then you're still, it's still for the highest good because you both know what you're getting into. I've been with men who made me think that we were in a relationship and they were going to marry me, but they weren't. And that, that is not weaving spirituality with sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) That is not being conscious. And then the guilt, the guilt did get to him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, what I hear you really talking about is, is bringing a deep level of presence into sexuality is, is relating and weaving this spirituality and sexuality together. So one big component is this level of presence and and conscious conversations around it. Right. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's no, there's nothing wrong as long as everything's consensual, like people can do whatever the hell they want. But if you want to start to weave in this essence of spirituality and of higher states of consciousness and using sex for, you know, portals to, to, to your subconscious and, and having these ecstatic states, it really does take a high level of presence and it takes conversations. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Communications being wanting the same thing together, having a common goal and, but you can also create these experiences on your own too. You can, without a partner, you can have this portal to the divine as well. 
Beautiful. And let's talk more about that because I think that, you know, something I always talk about is it's important to have your own pleasure practice. It's important to have your own sexual practices, even if you're in partnership, right? And mm-hmm. so having that, um, yeah, what does that look like? What would that look like to have your own, your own spiritual, sexual practices? What does that look well, like for you? Well, something that I did last night, because I knew we were going to do this show about weaving spirituality with sexuality and sex magic. So I did sex magic ritual last night. Um, But before you do this, you want to be in a high vibration state. And there's ways you can get there. You can just naturally be there at the moment you decide to do it, or you could dance, Um, you could meditate, whatever, to get your energy. Um, you want to be at a high energy before you do it. Otherwise you wait to a different time. And so last night I was already in a high vibration energy. I was excited about doing our podcast this morning. So I'm like, I'm going to do sex magic, um, for tomorrow to, you know, just to get me in the mood for the podcast. (laughs) And so I had the high vibration state going and then I had my intention And my, you always want to like have your intention for your North star for your highest good. And so you don't do harm to yourself or others. And so my intention was for the highest good. And I wanted to, I was focusing last night on my identity So I did the sex magic practice on my identity as a sex coach. So to make the practice even more effective, you use your, you want to be in the present, like even with relationships, you want to be in the present, you want to be aligned Well, the same thing with sex magic, you want to be in the present and aligned. So I went, did the five senses reality. I imagined myself being a sex coach, what I was seeing, what I was hearing, what I was feeling, um, touching, tasting, smelling, all of that. And then I take, first you start off by self-pleasuring and then you take this pleasure up through each of your chakras because that is lighting up areas in your brain and getting your body and your brain on board so that when you go out into the world, you start attracting what you want. You're not rejecting it because a lot of people don't realize their subconscious is actually what's giving them what they want. It's actually giving them what they're getting in the outside world and they might be self-sabotaging and it might not be exactly what they want. But by doing sex magic, you're aligning your body and lighting up your you know, your neurological system, your brain to bring to you what you want. Actually, it's making you more aware of what you have in your environment that you want. So that is what I did last night. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Sex magic is one of my favorite practices as well. And it's probably something that I get asked about a lot. And so Um, yeah. So just to recap, like, uh, you know, high level the sex magic practice is, you know, coming in from this high vibrational state, right. Mm -hmm. And then creating an intention that's really in alignment with maybe your deepest values. And you can look at that as like your North star, something that really guides you. 
and maybe that's love or you know something some some other entity or something else and then you start self-pleasuring right mm-hmm. and so then as you're self-pleasuring um how do you I mean, I do this practice, so I know, but a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, viewers may not have a clue. Like, how do you use, like, go through the chakra system? Like, how do you um, move that energy up through? Well, I'm, I'm visualizing it. Me, I'm a visual person, so I visualize it. Some people are more of a felt sense person. They may feel it. Sometimes I feel, yeah, I feel it too. I kind of feel it and visualize it. So I feel myself circulating the energy first in the root chakra, which is like the cervix, the clitoris, you know, that part of my body. And that is the, the earthy kind of raw primal energy. And like, sometimes I will see a vision of this wild woman, or I, you know, I'll feel it. I'll, I will feel it because I'm self-pleasuring. So I feel the sensations and then then I, then as that builds, then I move it, I'm moving this energy up. So then I move it to the sacral chakra. And that is more, you know, the feminine, watery, flowy energy. And I remember I was visualizing waterfalls last night. Mm. Then as that builds, I move it up to the solar plexus which is fiery and our power and it's it's also where we're we're vulnerable you know and and then I take this passionate energy move it up to my heart chakra which is the more airy energy and it's the energy is getting lighter and lighter as you move it up um, to your higher chakras and then throat chakra. And a lot of time I will sound when I get to here for sure. If I'm not already sounding, definitely when I get to the throat chakra, I will sound and then, um, move it up to the third eye. And that's when I really start to visualize like the five senses reality. And once I get to the crown chakra, that is if you, you don't have to orgasm with sex magic. You can just feel the pleasure. You can just feel peaceful, but you just need to be in a high vibration state. But if you want to orgasm, this is when you would do it when you reach the crown chakra and then you put it out to the universe. And then you want to rain it back down into your body. Once you put it out to the universe, bring it back down to you. And, but if you don't orgasm, that's fine too. You can still do your five senses reality up there in the crown chakra and then rain it back down through all your mm-hmm. chakras again. And then that. your, your body, your nervous system, your brain knows it's safe for me to have this. And the whole time you're doing this, you're doing it as if you have this already, you are this already. And a lot of times I will say, oh, I can't wait till I have this or that. And my daughter will say, mommy, remember you already have it. (laughs) I'm like, oh yeah, thank you for reminding me. (laughs) Your daughter is so smart. (laughs) I told you, thank God. I 
I love it. I have, I have my little coach living with me because even a coach needs a coach. So absolutely. Well, I always <laughs> say my kids are my biggest teachers, mm-hmm. literally my biggest teachers in this lifetime. So <laughs> yeah, I, totally I, I knew it. I knew they would be, I knew, I knew when they were babies that, mm-hmm. oh yes, they are, they're older souls than me. I just knew that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And yeah, so sex magic is, I like to really think about it as, you know, you're using pleasure, you're using this containment in your body, you're lighting up your energy centers. And, you know, I use my breath quite, quite heavily. I I am a breath worker. um, And so I use my breath a lot to help move up the chakra system as well. And in your pleasure, you are manifesting. So I love it because it's embodiment. Plus it's the mindset work as well, because you can write down a thousand affirmations a day and like, that's awesome. But, and you can really actually train your brain to believe and to think this. And and there's a lot of studies that show great results, but when you start to create safety in your body around these affirmations or things that you desire, that's when the magic happens. And like you said, you're so much more aware of different situations that you can get yourself into that get you closer to this desire or opportunities come and you're more open to take them because you feel safe and you're like your body, your nervous system is like, oh, actually it is safe to have this. And so I love to think of, you know, sex magic as you're rewiring your nervous system into pleasure and safety while you manifest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing and it's and, fun and it's fun <laughs> it's a fun thing to do oh my god it's so much fun I I love I love sex magic it's it's one of the most potent tools that I also use uh weaving my sexuality and my spirituality together and you know you can you can do these with a jade egg or a crystal egg um, you can do them with a crystal dildo. If you like use whatever you can also, you can use anything I've used probably everything. Um, yeah, me too. at different times. Yeah. And, and I've also done it in just complete sensuality, right. Where mm-hmm. I am, I'm bringing the pleasure in, but it's just from, you know, stroking my skin, or maybe I'm like giving myself a head massage or in the bathtub, just like really soaking in that pleasure. So I love that you pointed out as well, that you don't actually have to orgasm, um, to get phenomenal results and to really build that pleasure and that safety up in the nervous system and in the body and have a beautiful experience. And I've actually manifested things in my life by just writing a list. And then I, I ended it of only it's for the highest good. And I remember I did this back in 1999. I, I made a list of everything I wanted and I got and in 2005, I read it and I realized I got everything on the list except for one thing. And I'm so grateful I didn't get it. You know, silly me, I asked for two sets of twins. <laughs> so that's why it's very important to always put for the highest good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> because after having like two single births, it's like, no friggin' way. And they were, they were like two years apart even. No. Yeah. Thank God oh, I put it for the highest good. <laughs> they were like, nope, that will not be for mama's highest good. <laughs> that would not work for me. 
it would not work for me. I, I mean, I, I know people who, who do have double sets of twins and I mean, like, whoo, you, they are fucking amazing. Um, and I'm very glad that that was not my, my call in life. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an organized person. I'm like truly in the feminine where I am like, you know, kind of free flow. I, I don't go from point A to point B ever. <laughs> so I couldn't imagine like keeping an organized household like that. Oh yeah. No, my, my Virgoness would, would lose its shit. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. My Virgoness already loses her shit. Because <laughs> I have two teen daughters. So it's like oh, the clutter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> Yeah, I'm entering into the teen stages now. And my kids are like, does it really matter that my shoes are there? It's like, actually, it really bothers my Virgo-ness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so can we just please put the shoes somewhere else? So I totally relate. There's stuff on the counter. It like, mm-hmm. I feel so good when there's no stuff on the counter. But when they have all their computers and books and God knows what else. And they'll like get a piece of candy and leave the wrapper on the counter. I'm like, I don't get that. <laughs> But I have a Sagittarius and a Capricorn, so they don't relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so I, yeah, I'm just weaving back around to sex magic now. <laughs> it's so okay. easy, I feel like, for moms to, like, go off on tangents. And we're like, oh, my God, we're not alone in this. <laughs> like, the candy wrappers <laughs> bother the shit out of me, too. Like, we're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, is there a place that, you know, of online, I know that like both of us, you know, we do these practices with our clients, these sex magic practices, we do initiations into them. Um, but if somebody were wanting to, to learn more about sex magic, do you know of a place where they could kind of get started and we can. Um, not at the moment, (laughs) my website you know, once I get it going, but, um, I learned the details from, you know, the certification program we are in. Yeah. Yeah. I learned, I learned a lot from, from Layla Martin. That's who we're talking about. So Mm -hmm. she, she has a lot of, of content out there and she does even, I think, I believe she has a few YouTube videos. Um, Oh yes. You could go to Layla Martin and, and on YouTube and she, I know for sure she has sex magic. Absolutely. Yeah. So that would be a great place to go. And you mentioned that you have an upcoming website. How can people find you and learn more about the sex magic practice and even, you know, have, have a coaching session with you? Where can people find you now and in the future? Sure. My website is the love priestess and my, I started TikToks with the help of my teen daughters and that's at the love priestess. And then I also am on Instagram as Love Priestess Catherine. And my name's Catherine Zayak. So you could like search the internet. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out there. You can find me. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on here and for teaching us this beautiful practice and just normalizing such a sex, edu- sex education for our children. You are just such a beacon of light in this world. And I feel so honored to call you a friend and just be in this process with you and to have grown so much with you over the past year. Uh, Thank you, Steph. 
It was wonderful being here with you. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Go ahead and share with a friend if this resonated with you or subscribe, hit like, leave a comment, do all the things, you know what to do. And I will see you next time.